Welcome to the Terry and Jesse Show. My name is Jesse Romero. I am the Latin lover of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Latin lover of Our Lady. We got a great show today. But before we, uh, I tell you about our special guest, I just want to share with you the gospel of Jesus Christ today. As Catholics, it's, it's very important for us to get the Word of God into our soul every single day because the Word of, the Word of God is the antidote against the virus of sin. And so as Catholics, we should make it a daily practice to read the Word of God, first reading uh, Gospel and Responsorial Psalm. Today's Gospel is from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I uh, speak, Lord, your servants are listening. John chapter 16, verses 20 to 23. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will weep and mourn, while the world rejoices. Ah, kind of sounds like uh, what's happening right now with the globalist. You will grieve, but your grief will become joy. When a woman is in labor, she's in anguish because her hour has arrived. But when she has given birth to a child, she no longer remembers the pain because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. So you also are now in anguish. Boy, that's very appropriate for us today. But I will see you again. And your hearts will rejoice. And no one will take your joy away from you. On that day, you will not question me about anything. Amen, amen, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This is so beautiful. Look at Because in this world... You have these uh, you know, globalists, these uh, communists, these uh, anarchists, these great reset people. They're always trying to take the joy away from the people. But our hope is not ultimately in this world. Our hope is in the promises of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And Jesus Christ says, he says, I will see you again. When is he going to see us again? When we meet him face to face in heaven, God willing. And he says... And your hearts will rejoice, and no one will take your joy away from you. You know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says, Heaven is Jesus. Wherever Jesus is at, that's heaven. And that's what we were made for. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, keep your eyes on Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, the author and finisher of our faith. Hey, there's a couple of uh, items that I want to mention before I bring in Dr. French and have a lot to talk with him about. Today's the Feast of St. Augustine of Canterbury. We ask him to pray for us. I want to invite you to the Catholic Men's Fellowship Night. It's June 11th, uh, next month from 7 to 11 p.m. A bunch of men here in Phoenix, Arizona are going to gather at Vertusha Farms in a bonfire. We're going to have fellowship, rosary, uh, it's going to be, uh, there's going to be food as well. I will be giving a presentation on the Catechism of the Catholic Church, paragraph 407, how the devil influences politics, education, morality, and social action. So it'll be, a, it'll be, I'll be giving a talk there in the desert around a bonfire with 200 Catholic men, Catholic Men's Fellowship, June 11th, 7 to 11 p.m. It's going to be at Vertusho Farms. A couple of other items I want to mention is, uh, Elon Musk, Billionaire Elon Musk and Tesla founder on Tuesday decried the decades-long trends of declining birth rates in the United States. And uh, he's kind of an enigma. I can't figure him out at times. Elon Musk is urging Americans to celebrate having kids. That's a good thing, rather than discouraging it. 
In contrast, but in stark contrast to Musk's repeated warnings against underpopulation. So this, it's, it's interesting the way Elon Musk keeps saying we need more children. That's a good thing. But his own vehicle company, Tesla, recently adopted a policy of paying for employees to travel to other states in order to abort their children. So I, I'm not sure what's going on there if there's a little bit of double speak. Here's another item that's in the news that's important. California parents versus big tech. California State Assembly on Monday, they passed the social media platform Duty to Children Act. Duty to Children Act. It's a bill that would allow parents to sue big tech companies over their children becoming addicted to social media platforms. So if if passed, the bill would allow California parents of children found to be addicted to sue companies like TikTok and others for up to $25,000. I think we should hold these big companies responsible. Here's something else that's uh, on the news. Uh, The gas prices, Biden gas prices are part of this incredible transition. Unelected Joe Biden on Monday, he he tried to frame America's record high gas prices as part of a transition to renewable energies. Here's what he said, unelected Joe Biden. He said, when it comes to the gas prices, we're going through an incredible transition that is taking place that, God willing, when it's over, will be stronger and the world will be stronger and less reliant on fossil fuels when this is over. In other words, Joe Biden, with his Build Back Better plan, he's trying to make sure that every single one of us buys electric electric, uh, cars. He wants to get rid of regular cars. That's exactly the goal here. And this is why... Uh, he's jacking up the prices and making it very uncomfortable for people. So people who start buying their little, you know, electric cars uh, to make sure you ha- you have no children. It's only uh, you know the driver and the passenger. Here's something else that's interesting. In Arizona, uh, Democrats responded to the Robb Elementary School shooting by demanding gun control policies and attacking Republicans. Can you believe that? Uh, some even flatly blame the GOP. For the killings, uh, Representative Democrat Ruben Gallego here from Arizona, he said to a Republican, he issued a statement to Ted Cruz, he says, F your prayers, blank your prayers. He issued a statement, he issued the statement, instead of, again, joining with fellow people on the other side of the aisle and praying for the victims, Ruben Gallego, this, uh, this Democrat congressman from Arizona, uh, is dropping F-bombs and is telling people about praying, F your prayers. What an incredible, what a statement from, from somebody, an elected person in Congress. Uh, this is horrible, and I hope he pays for it in the upcoming elections. One last thing I want to mention is that uh, Oklahoma is probably the most pro-life state that we have in the nation. Governor Ken Stitt, he's a Republican from Oklahoma, the governor, he signed legislation that bans abortion from the moment of conception. It's the most pro-life state in the country. Governor Stitt said that from the moment life begins at conception, this is when we have the responsibility as human beings to do everything we can to protect that baby's life and the life of the mother. That's why I believe that's what, what the majority of Oklahomans believe as well, said the governor. God bless him and God bless all these other governors that are fighting back against this uh, Build Back Better agenda. Okay, well, I'm done with uh, some of the news items. I'd like to welcome Dr. Scott French to the Terry and Jesse Show. He's well-known to, uh, to a lot of Catholics in the media. Uh, he's the voice of common sense, the voice of reason. Uh, and he's, uh, he's also somebody 
who, as a medical doctor, I love the fact that he's, he, he speaks with a lot of faith. You know, he doesn't speak just like some type of science, you know, scientific, you know, doctor wonky, you know, wonky speak. He speaks as a man of faith. And that's a, that's a breath of fresh air because you could see in Dr. French, he's he's a classic example of faith and reason, the way they harmonize together. Dr. French, welcome to the Terry and Jesse show. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate the introduction. And uh, yeah, God uses the Holy Spirit uses the clueless. So that's that's how I got involved. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, you know, your opening dialogue is spot on. Uh, we're in the midst of a huge spiritual battle. Mm. And, um, and it's about the truth. So, you know, uh, I think we just should start with a prayer. Um, Amen. Your Holy Spirit, please guide us in the truth. Truth is in such short supply in our current age. We'll get into a little bit of that, but that's really what's going on. And one of the major things about uh, truth is that um, it goes back to Genesis. Actually, it was mentioned a little bit, I think, in your last program uh, yesterday is um, remember, you know, Satan deceives Eve and Adam by saying, you know, surely you will not die. Uh, And then also... um, you will be like gods, you know? And so that's what part of the truth is. So either we are divine, and that really explains this abortion. If I'm God, I decide who lives or die. I decide if grandma needs to die. Uh, I decide what sex I am. I mean, it all, all ties back to this battle over truth. And this battle over truth is actually prefigured in the Bible, as we all know. That's in John 18, 36, 37, when, um, when Pontius Pilate is interrogating Jesus Christ. And, and what does, uh, when he's interrogating, he says, you know, why are you here? And Jesus says, I'm not here <laughs> for the environment. I'm not here. I'm here to proclaim the truth. And then what is what does is, what is, uh, Pontius Pilate say after that? Quid es veritas. What is truth? The birth of relativism. That's where we are today. We are in a battle over truth. You know, is there a creator God? Is there not? You know, was Jesus the second person of the, the Trinity? Was there a resurrection? Did Jesus really defeat death? You know, the good news about truth, it's binary. <laughs> Either is or it isn't. And that's what's going on. We're in this horrendous battle over truth. I mean, we're seeing this division, anger, hatred, fear, desecration of Catholic churches, statues. And then with COVID, we saw fear of death. Fear of death got weaponized. And um, and 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 then because of that, more we'll suicides more. in our youth. Doctor, hold that, that thought. Increase in... Yeah, we, we got a hard break. Hold that thought. We'll be talking about this medical tyranny, medical dictators, the battle for truth here in America. We'll be right back with Dr. French. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. Psalm 47, at today's Holy Mass, God is King of all the earth. Let's not forget that. 
Jesus Christ is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's not running for president. He'll never get impeached. They're not going to steal an election from him. He's not going to resign. He's not going to terminate. He's not going to retire. He's not a governor. He's not a senator. He's not a mayor. He's not the chief of police. He's the King of kings and Lord of lords. He's coming back one day, and every single person, it doesn't matter you know, where you come from in the human spectrum, we all will stand before the judgment seat of Christ at our particular judgment. Everything that came out of our mouth, thoughts, word, and deeds will be judged. And I just hope and pray that those people, those medical monsters that are running our government and those medical tyrants that are running our politics, I hope they come to their senses and repent before it's too late because I don't wish hell on my worst enemy. We've got Dr. Scott French here. We're talking about... Again, what's happened in our country, you know what? And you're joined by a lot of doctors. Uh, they, a lot of doctors have been calling out what's been happening these last couple of years. Here's a couple that I can think of right now. Uh, Dr. Yvette Lozano says, the government is playing us for fools. Uh, Dr. Chris Martenso, coronavirus, our scientists are lying to us. Uh, daughter Ju- uh, Dr. Judy Minkovic, uh, she says, uh, uh, she used to work with Fauci, she says, uh, Mount Fauci is promoting medical corruption. Dr. Rashid Buttar, he says this is a fake pandemic. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Dr. Carrie Medej, she says the vaccine can be a Trojan horse as patent, as to patent humans as it will change your DNA. I've got reams and reams of doctors that are calling out these, uh, these medical dictators uh, and calling out these people who have basically fomented this man-made pandemic, uh, Dr. Dr. French, uh, when did you start saying, wait a minute, there's something fun here, there's something fishy here, uh, you know, there, there, there's something, Houston, we've got something wrong. When did you start coming to that realization? Well, uh, as you know, we all started out with COVID um, thinking that, you know, virtually everyone was going to die. So I was involved in setting up ERs to keep people out so that we could, um, you know, deal with the onslaught. And, um, and, and by the summer, though, so that was, you know, in March of 2020. But by the summer, we realized, boy, there were certain groups that were dying and certain groups that weren't. So, I mean, this was a pandemic. It was, it was lethal for people over 80 I haven't seen the recent statistics, but at, you know, just recently, 80% of the deaths were in people over 80, and the other 20% were in people that had risk factors. But we never treated them. We never addressed the risk factors, and unfortunately, obesity was one of the risk factors. Hmm. But young people, and that's where I focused, young people were blessedly um, not uh, not affected by this unless they had an underlying condition like cancer or something like that. Way less deaths than from from influenza, and we didn't talk about natural immunity, which we've known since you know the beginning of time of, of medicine. Like I like I love to say is uh, pre medical enlightenment. Uh, you know, so it, before March of 2020, we used to do a risk benefit analysis of treatments. You know, if this you know every treatment has risk and benefits, and if the risks outweigh the benefits, you don't do it. So for children vaccines don't make sense unless they have risk factors for older, older folks. Absolutely. But, 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 and again, and then what's happened now, just wall street journal just came out with sometimes in the best medical journals, the wall street journal saying that, you know, the death rate is back to where it was before. 
except for older people. Well, yeah, that's again, as we age, our immunity goes down. And so people do die of the common cold. So, I mean, that's what's going on. But again, we need to get back to this whole issue of this is really all orchestrated by Satan. It's not, it's not, you know, it's not Fauci. It's not doctors. It's not, it's not Biden. It's not Pelosi. They're following Satan, who is, you know, some of them knowing, I think, Fortunately, I think a very few, most are just has been duped or they're pressured into going along with it. They just don't even realize it's the same with abortion. You know, they're, they're duped into this will free them. This will make them free and, and, and it's good for them. Uh, but it's clearly not good for the baby. I mean, you know, look how we use, how, look how we use lies. It's reproductive health. Well, okay. It kills one of the patients. And then the other patient, the, the mom, has a 30%, in some places, greater percent chance of suicide. So how is that health? Increase in deaths does not equal health. I mean, that's deception. And so, you know, God bless um, Bishop Corleone for calling it out. I mean, it's a scandal. You know, it just, we, we have to proclaim the truth. It's a live human being in there. And it's murder to do it. And these poor women have been deceived. It's just uh, same thing with the transgender thing. You really, again, back to you can be your own God. You can determine your, your sex. Well, boy, I thought I understood genetics, but I didn't know I could just sit there and think and change my DNA from male to female. I mean, that's incredible. Because again, we've lost the dignity of human beings. And that men and women aren't equal, they're equal in dignity, but they're complementary. We are biologically different. We're in sold bodies. We've lost that core truth. And because of all these loss of truth, you know, a, a body, you know, a person's not worth anything, you might as well kill them before they get born. This caused an increase in mental disorders. And guess what? This, this uh, shooting in Texas, that, that kid was two years under lockdowns, right? He also, uh, also had a, obviously a mental disorder, was isolated. And, um, and again, hey, if we can kill babies because they're inconvenient, then why not kill children? You know, if, if we, you know, if grandma is, you know, is not contributing to society, we can just, you know, euthanize her. We devalued life. Well, again, where does that come from? It comes from Satan, a murderer from the beginning, a liar and a murderer from the beginning. When you see an increase in death and anger and hatred, division, where's that from? Satan. Amen. Jesus is the answer. Yep. And we've lost that. We've lost that we are, we, uh, we have a material body, but we also have a spiritual soul and this, we have life. And this whole idea that we got to save the planet, this, you know, great reset, that's really again from Satan because mother earth is, is not alive. Earth was created by God. The Big Bang Theory. It was by a, a Catholic priest, George Lemaitre. That 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 is that that more physicists now believe in 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 a creator God than than the past because the science is showing that this is true. So there really is a God. So that's again what this spiritual battle is about. About truth. Uh, yeah. There really Dr. is a God. You know, and and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not God. Right. Uh, uh, and and I have a soul. And uh, that soul lives for eternity, and you get to choose which destination you go. You hit the and nail. So right you on either the head follow of, God or you don't. You hit the nail right on the head. I think. I think our problems came from our modern mental health system, and what I mean by that is our modern mental health system sees a human person 
as a biological soulless entity. Right. And, right. And, and this is enforced right. on the practitioners and the patients by the mental health, you know, elites. And, uh, and, and again, once you separate the human person, the body and soul and say that he's a soulless person, he's just a bunch of you know, protoplasm and a bunch of, right. you know, protons, right. neutrons. Well, sta- well, Satan's not stupid. Satan knew that the way to destroy, the way to destroy Christianity, the way to destroy our world is to destroy the family because the, the family is the unit that keeps, and that's what, you know, the message in Fatima was about. And so the way you destroy the family is you break mom and dad apart, you know, and, and, and so have these kids grow up in single parent homes. It looks like, again, the shooter in Texas, his, his mother was a drug. I mean, that's, this is what you get. And all the, the shootings in Chicago and all those places, these are from, it's sad. It's very sad. You break up the family pair, yeah. and, and no, again, no dad, no Satan mom doesn't right. like, Satan wants to kill kids. You know, their child sacrifice, you know, abortion is child sacrifice. And again, people don't realize that because uh, they're lied to. But that, you know, when Christianity came on board, Moloch and all those places in the Middle East, child sacrifice stopped because life is precious. Thou shalt not kill. And so we have even Catholics proclaiming this stuff. They're not following the teaching of Jesus Christ. So we have to call them out. We have to stand for the truth. And that's what's going on is that, you know, life is life. You know, hey, I determine I determine who I am, what I do, what my values are, what and and that's fine. But to to say that you can go against the commandments, you can kill people. (laughs) It's just it's just because they've been deceived. And so we have to keep proclaiming the truth. And that's why uh, Bishop Corleone had to do what he did, because it makes it look like that that's the Catholic teaching. I've had people approach me. Is that really what the cat? No, it doesn't. That's the cat. That's their Catholic. That's what I call the woke Catholic church. But mm. they're going to go away because God's in charge of his church <laughs> and, and 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 it's going to be a remnant left of true Christians. And I and I think what's going to happen is we're 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 uniting with our uh, Protestant brethren, too, because they see it. This is an assault on truth. And yeah, you know, that's why we're seeing the burnings. Of, that's why we're seeing the burnings on the churches and the statues and all that, because it's hatred. Satan is not a happy camper because he's been revealed. That's what's you know, happened. We're now seeing the evil that's in our world right now. Hard Dr. to you deny. Know, the, de- the, devil contr- the Bible says that the devil controls this world in 1 John 5, 19. And uh, we know that one of the ways that the devil does control this world is through money. That's why St. Paul says the love of money is the root of all evil. Money seems always to be the motive. To me, in my, as I've been watching the last two years play out, it seems to me as the COVID is, an, is now an industry unto itself with jabs and pills and tests and needles and boosters supplying other right, countries. Right. There, there's but, a never, but, but Jesse, it's beyond, it's beyond that, though, too. It's beyond that. It's because if you read Hebrews 2, 14 through 15, what does it say? Fear of death comes from Satan. Mm. He, that's how he's controlling us. When you're fearful, you'll do anything. So think about what's happened. First, we had, we're all going to die from COVID. Then it was, we're all going to die in nuclear war. Now it's monkeypox. I mean, it, they're, they're trying because when people are fearful, they'll do anything. It, they shut down their higher functioning brain. It's the fight or flight response. And now you just are based on emotions. That's why we saw the rioting. I mean, look, look, just 
just look back at what happened. So are we for life or are we against life? So for example, during the COVID uh, pandemic, they closed down uh, pro-life clinics, but abortion clinics could function. You could not go to mass, but you could riot. So I used to tell people, hey, I'm not going to mass, I'm just going to a riot. Because again, this virus is incredibly smart. It doesn't like Christians. Who doesn't like Christians? Satan. <laughs> That's what's going on. You just It all goes back. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's not the great reset. They're just following Satan. And again, I think the vast majority don't know it, but there are a few that do know it. And so um, I think that we just have to stand for the truth and educate people with love that, you know, no, there's a better way. Death is never the solution. God's about life. He loves. He's the creator of life. And, 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 and we have all the evidence of that. Now, that's why Satan is fighting. And that's why, frankly, God loves us so much. He's given us these Eucharistic miracles, Amen. 21st century Eucharistic miracles. We really do. God is with us every day. Dr. French, got a hard break. I hear the music. We'll be right back with Dr. Scott French. We're talking about the culture of life versus the culture of death as it relates to uh, COVID-19, B-T-A-L. Uh, Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. You know, there's only two teams on planet Earth. When you look at New Testament theology, it says that we have the sons of light and the sons of darkness. It says, do not be mismated with unbelievers. The Bible says in Acts 26, 18, from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God, Colossians 1.12, God has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the dominion of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. Uh, New Testament theology is very clear. There's, there's two teams. The clearest verse is 1 John 3.10. It says, by this it may be seen who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does, whoever does not do, do right is not of God, nor he who does not love his brother. Close quote. So 1 John 3.10, talk about clarity, Dr. French. John the Apostle says that there's two teams out there on planet Earth, children of God, children of the devil. And then he says those that, do not right, those that don't do right by God and don't love their brother, killing a baby, anybody who advocates for abortion is, is, a, is a definition of not loving your brother. What happens, doctors, is unfortunately, we have so many people, even Catholics, that run the political game, the political realm, and the medical institutions, they may be highly educated in their field of expertise, whatever that may be, but they have a, a poorly formed moral conscience. And because, so they, they're intellectually darkened in, in terms of what it, when it comes to the teachings of God and the Catholic faith, and so, but they do have power. And so they're able to maximize damage in society because they do have positions of power uh, again. But the, 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 the scary thing is that they have a malformed, deformed, misinformed moral conscience. And this is why we're in the mess we're in. Two or three popes have actually said in the past that the worst thing that we can deal with are lukewarm Catholics. 
vomited out of his mouth, right? So, so, and that's because that's an involuntary reflex. So, um, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, I, and, I, and I'm glad we pivoted to, you know, we, we have the solution. We've just not been proclaiming it. You know, we're called the church militant, not the church debate team. We need to get out there and, and proclaim the truth and not stand for evil, not let it stand. And, and again, most people uh, in the medical field, unfortunately, are compromised because their bosses won't let them because they're owned by corporations and it's all about money. Um, we used to have, we used to stand by the, uh, um, not the Hippocratic Oath, right? <laughs> uh, Hippocrates. So, so a Hippocratic Oath is that do no harm. Well, abortion is doing harm. Euthanasia is doing harm, uh, uh, causing mental disturbances, causing an increase in suicide. That's meant, that's harm. We we're supposed to not cause harm. So, so I, you know, there are many, really a lot of, a lot of Bible verses show that, you know, Jesus is in charge. We just need to trust in him, you know, and also in John, like John 14, you know, I am the way, the truth again, and the life. He's the truth and the life. So either this is true or not, right? Either he is the author of life or he isn't. And that's what we've lost. And, and frankly, Catholic teaching has suffered. And that's why we, we need to re-catechize and re-evangelize Catholics as well as non-Catholics, because we have not got, done a good job of, of, of telling people the truth. We kind of backed off and no, no, people don't want to hear that. No, we need to, we need, they need to hear that. And then, you know, in 1427 is peace. I leave with you my peace. I give you not as the world gives. Cause again, what's, what's the promise from Satan? Well, yeah, some doctor's going to save your life. No, <laughs> we still have a hundred percent death rate. The question is, mm -hmm. is there a resurrection or not? Right. And your soul in the eternity, our real home is in, is, is in heaven, not here on planet earth. Mm -hmm. Earth isn't our mother. <laughs> this is a temporary way station, but we've lost lost that sense. 70% of Catholics don't believe in the real presence. And he truly is present there. That's why God loves us so much. We have these 21st century miracles, we Eucharistic miracles. We don't, we don't believe in that anymore. That's what we have to recapture. And, you know, and so that's, you know, programs like this and what you and Terry do is, is, is so necessary. Um, and in John 14, 20, for the ruler of the world is coming, but he has no power over me. Either we believe that or not, either Jesus was a second person or he was a nutcase. I mean, so what, you know, what's the proof they have? No, there is all this evidence, you know, from the Big Bang Theory showing that there's a creator God, near-death experiences showing that your soul survives bodily death. And then the Eucharistic miracles showing that your body, you know, because Jesus was full, has had a fully human nature and fully divine nation. In all the 21st century Eucharistic miracles, they have type AB blood, which is the same on the Shroud of Turin. They have tissue, the heart tissue that's under, that's under stress, live heart tissue that's under stress. Um, and, uh, and, and white blood cells in is one of the things. And those white blood cells don't exist outside the body for about more than about 30 minutes to, to an hour or two. Every single one of those. And the late, and those 21st century, 2006 in uh, Tixla, Mexico, 2008 in Sokoka, Poland, December 25th, 2013 in Lenica, Poland. I mean, God's like skywriting with this stuff. I mean, it's out there because he knew we would come to this age where, oh yeah, science is disproving God. No, if God created a rational universe, as the Big Bang would imply, 
then science will eventually get to the truth, but it's a messy process, just like with COVID. We, we, we thought we had to intubate people first, then we realized that was making things worse, but we don't learn from in medicine anymore because we have a political agenda rather than healing people. Because mm-hmm. again, it's Satan, is, it's Satan is, is directing this and we just aren't aware of it. You know, it's again, either we, we're about life or we're about death. And, you know, Satan, Satan loves death because he hates humanity. He hates us. And you know, one of the, the fact that we have. So, one of the things I mean, that I, you know, you, you follow him or you follow God. Amen. You know, I'll tell you, I, I kind of on a macro, when you look at the big picture, Dr. French, I think also, again, sin has consequences. We know that from salvation history. And and I, I believe that the the this you know first to start with the coronavirus and then the jabs and now the monkey virus and every, who else who knows what's next? The point that I think that I think this all these uh, you know pandemics, I think all of it is a, is is a call to for us to return back to God because what happens is is our reaction yeah. reflects a society that's turned its back on God, and so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could either you could I either agree. face whatever crisis, you could face whatever crisis, trusting in yourself and your own devices, or going back to God. I think this was a clarion call, calling the church yeah, yes. back to God, back to repentance, and uh, yeah. and and I think so. Yeah, it's actually it's actually a wonderful time to be alive. Actually, God, you know, God doesn't need us. He wants us to return. He doesn't need us. But he loves us so much, he wants her to protect. That's actually a very exciting time. It doesn't seem like it at times, but it's a very exciting time to be alive because we get to fight back. God's already won the battle, right? Amen. I mean, even in, in 15, 16, uh, John 15, he says, I have said this to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues, churches. Look what happened in COVID. We were put out of our churches. Indeed, the hour is coming. Whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. People are being deceived by Satan. It's just, it's, it's, it's so clear all this stuff, you know, like I said, in John 38, quid es veritas, what is truth? Well, you know, there's my truth and your truth and there is no truth. That's why we're in this position we are. Well, guess what? God permitted the coronavirus and then God gave us Omicron because it broke the back of this narrative that that uh, humans are in charge of, of life and death. Some doctor's going to save you. Some government's going to save you. No, God's in charge of life and death. You know, Matthew 10, 28, you know, uh, not a sparrow falls, you know, without God. So I, it's just, it's, that's what's going on. And we just, we need to, we, we need to be the church militant and rise up and say no and proclaim the truth and talk about, and talk about how everything is interconnected. And they're, they're really, yeah, there is a master plan. It's from Satan. Amen. And you either fall, you're, you're like you said, children of darkness or children of light. And you, know, you have a choice. You have yeah. free will. And, um, you know, and again, like you said, to deliver all through fear of death, you were subject to lifelong bondage. Um, yeah, the world, the world, 1 John 3, do not wonder, brethren, the world hates you. The world hates us because we stand for life. We stand for truth. And, you know, yeah. and they stand for sin. I mean, well, yeah, that's, that, that, that's what's going on. That's why John Paul II coined that term to describe our, our present situation. He called it the culture of death, culture of life yeah. versus the culture of death. And uh, unfortunately, I'll tell you what's sad to me is that we've seen a lot of our doctors turn from, they've been turned from healers to killers. 
And, and, uh, yeah. you know, a, a lot of our doctors now, I mean, a lot of us are victims of medical malpractice because, again, well, again, they've been they've been bamboozled by fear. It's again, that's it, yeah. Satan is very clever at using is deceptive and using this fear of death. And uh, and there was a lot of death. But again, we knew who they were at and we and we didn't, you know, and we and we can treat those. And now Omicron is out. And yet we're still pushing vaccinating children, which it doesn't work. The vaccine doesn't work against the Omicron variant and children don't need the vaccine. There's going to be more harm than good out of the vaccine for children, for adults or people at risk. Absolutely. But but again, it's the common cold now. And they just won't say it because they want to keep us in fear. And again, Satan's direct and they don't realize it. You know, again, a few do, but most don't. Yeah. Uh, Doctor, here's a quote from Fulton Sheen back in 1967. It's in one of his books. It's called Quotable Sheen. He said, he said, quote, politics, the conflict of the future will be between a God religion and the state religion between Christ and the Antichrist, but in political disguise. So Sheen is saying that the Antichrist will wrap himself under the mantle of politics, and Fulton Sheen is also saying that the conflict that we're going to enter into is going to be the God religion, the Catholic faith, and a state religion. And that's what we see right now. Uh, the, yeah. the the abortion, the pro-abort movement, the, 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 the pandemic movement, they operate like a religion. They have dogmas. They have yeah. oh, priests. Absolutely. They have rights. Yeah. They have rituals. And their sacrament is abortion. Their sacrament is abortion. And and in fact, there's been uh, uh, high wizards that have uh, converted to the Catholic Church that say they do they do black satanic masses at abortions. And yeah, it, it's it's again that's what Moloch and all that abortion is. We got we got Doctor French. We'll be right back. We've got one more segment. Stick around. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to the Terry and Jesse Show. To join the conversation, call 888-526-2151. Now, here's Terry and Jesse. There's two teams on planet Earth. The Bible's very clear. 1 John 3.10, you got the children of the devil and the children of God. St. Augustine also told us, he says, there's two teams out there. You got the city of God versus the city of men. He wrote this back in the 4th century. St. Ignatius of Loyola said the same thing. He said that you have the camp of Satan and the camp of Christ. He said that in his spiritual exercises back in the Middle Ages. Uh, you also have St. Thomas Aquinas. He says that there are two teams out there. He says you have the mystical body of Christ and the mystical body of the devil. And so when you look at the great minds of the church, it's very... And John Paul II, back in 1976, here's what he said. Uh, two years before he was made Pope of the Catholic Church, he says, quote, We are now facing the final confrontation between the church and the anti-church of the gospel versus the anti-gospel between Christ and the anti-Christ. These are some of the great theological holy men of the church that have warned us what Dr. French is saying here. There are two teams. And as Catholics, we need to get on board with Team Jesus because remember, life is short and eternity is forever. We're not going to be here that long. Right. No, it's it. Yeah. Well said. And again, you know, it's, it's, it's in the gospels, you know, we need to understand our Bibles. Like in John 15, 12, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. 
greater love has no man than this, that is a man laid down his life for his friends. Well, what's abortion? It's the other. You're having someone else lay down their life so you can live. That shows you how it is anti-life. Again, we're fighting Satan. And we just need to understand that and keep that in perspective that, you know, God's in charge and we just need to follow love. You know, what's the opposite of love? It's, it's hatred. And so with all, again, like we said, we opened up the show as you open it up, all this hatred, division, death, anguish, that's from Satan. God's about peace be with you is the most common saying in the Bible, peace be with you, or, or, or you know, uh, yeah. be not afraid. And, and, and again, the world has been agitated by Satan because he knows that he's he's already lost and he's he's trying to he's trying to get garner as many as he can before he go he goes out so i think that's what's um i think that's what's going on and we just need to remind people that it's we're about love they're about you know so yeah you test everything you know test every spirit right okay so if it if it increases love then that's good so uh, does abortion increase love or mm. increase, you know, death? No, it increases death. So it's probably not a good thing. When we, when we tell children that they can change their sex, does that increase love? Does that in increase, make them flourish? No, they have about a 400% increase in suicides. So that doesn't work. I mean, everything that's being pushed is, is anti-life, anti-love, anti, -life, anti -love, anti-mental health <laughs> and that and we're seeing the effects of that and you know the pediatric uh the american academy of pediatrics and several other organizations declared a mental health emergency for our children due to the lockdowns and the um and the mandates wow. kids are going to suffer wow. so much from this you know, lockdown of, of adults was maybe appropriate, but not of children. It was, it was, it's horrific. We're going to be for decades. And then it looks like the vaccine in children causes more harm than good. And we're just going to be with the effects forever. But again, we used fear, fear to, to do. It. And, you know, again, you know, now monkey buys, like, give it up. We all die. And, you know, and do you want to die in fear or do you want to, you know, it's where your destination is. And so we were prudent. We treat the people. We, we take care of coronavirus or whatever comes our way. But if we, we got to live in a bubble the rest of our lives. There's another agenda going on. Right. They want you to be afraid so that you they have more power. More That's right. Power. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of bad people out there that are masquerading as they're doing good. But in, in reality, they're doing great evil. Uh, and again, the devil could even disguise himself like an angel of light, as the Bible says. Right. But uh, what's what's important is, is, again, is that we live we live by faith in the promises of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We, you know, our faith is not in politics. It's not in the Weather Channel. It's not in the Supreme Court. It's not in sports. It's not in your investments. Our faith is in the promises of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Who's coming back one day? There's three things we know about Jesus from the New Testament. Christ has died, check that off. Christ has risen, check that off. Christ will come again. That's all we're waiting for. We are part of Team Jesus as Catholics, and the goal of the Catholic is to is to is to live a life of virtue, 
according to your state in life. That's what you're called to do. You're not called to change Washington. We're not called to change, uh, you know, the USCCB or the mayor's office or the governor's mansion. We are called to be be personally the best version of ourselves, become as holy as possible, and also be affect that change within our family. Because as men, we are the Saint Josephs of the domestic church. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, 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 you know, we've been through this before we go through this about every 500 years, uh, a huge crisis in our church. And then the, and the Arian heresy in 300 were more bishops were Arian than they were authentic Catholic. We're in the same position today. Uh, but again, God, God, you know, I, you know, it, it, the gates of hell will not prevail against my church. Again, if he really is God, then that's going to come true. <laughs> and and I think also what's going to happen, I, I see, because I've been working with a lot of our uh, separated Protestant brethren, they see that this is a time for us to come together, the authentic Christians to come back together. Because, you know, Satan put into, into you know, because Martin Luther actually had a huge devotion to Mary, because Mary always leads people to Christ, to her son. Yes. And so Martin Luther did, but it was like the 1800s where they got this anti-Mary thing. Well, again, what's in the Bible? I will put imminity between you and the woman. Well, mm -hmm. Satan doesn't like Mary. I'd be very careful about not liking Mary. And then number two, what was the first miracle? Mary kickstarted the first miracle in the wedding at Cana. And, and, and then what does John say on the cross? You know, one of his last words is, behold your mother to John. To the apostle John, and then mm -hmm. and then John, behold, uh, behold, uh, behold your mother, and then to uh, uh, to Mary, behold your son. Well, that's because that John is the stand-in for us. She's the mother of the church. That's why it's in Revelation, and so she's the one that you know. Ten years after the Reformation, or ten years after the Revolution in 1531, Our Lady of Guadalupe converted 8 million Aztecs to the Catholic faith. And we had lost a million 10 years earlier in 1521 uh, in the Protestant revolution. That's how God works. It's Amen. all connected. And we, yes. just, you know, we just have to, we have, you know, God's in charge and we just Amen. need to work with him. And Mary will always lead. I mean, she, she, she helped us with the battle of Lepanto. Go, go to mom. She will help. She'll point you to her son and she and she has her son's ear. I'm going to bring you I'm going to bring you back to a, a, this movie called For Greater Glory, which basically sums up what you just said. Andy Garcia, the actor, he's on a black horse. Uh, he's uh, he's General, you know, Gorostieta. Uh, they're about to enter into a battle against the federal, the federales, the federal government. And so, you know, uh, Andy Garcia, you know, he's a seasoned Mexican general. And, and he tells his men right before they go into battle, he says this, he goes, he goes, quote, Today we send President Gaius a message and the world. Freedom is not a word just for writers, politicians, or fancy documents. It's our wives, it's our children, it's our homes, it's our faith, it's our lives. We must defend it or die trying. It's our duty, it's our time. Remember, men... Men may fire bullets, but God decides where they land. I never forgot that sentence. Men may fire bullets, but God decides where they land. That's exactly the way we have to live today, Dr. French. We have to live, again, in faith and not in fear. And God will decide when my heart's going to stop. That's right. 
Yeah. And I see that every day in the ER. People just don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's it truly God's in charge when you die. Yeah. Amen. See it every day. Doctor, yeah. you got about one more minute. One more. Uh, you want to make one more uh, uh, a passing comment before we wrap it up? One more. Well, summary, one more again, summary. I think just, just to recapsulize what you had said earlier is, you know, we're in the midst of this spiritual battle you have to, if you don't know who your enemy is, you're, you're, you're going to stumble. So don't let the distractions of, of, of the children of darkness get to you. You got to get to the head of the snake <laughs> and, and that's Satan. And, and the only way we can do that, we can do anything with God, but we can't do anything without God. And so we, uh, we, we have a tendency to think, yeah, we can do this. No, we need God and we need to keep our prayers going, but we need to stand for the truth and we need to call out fake Catholics. We just need to call them out like in love Leone did. and hope they repent and hope they repent. But we can't let it stand. We can't let lies stand. We can't let uh, that it's love and yet they have an increased rate in suicide. We can't mm. do that. We mm. can't say abortion helps women when it hurt, harms them. We got to stand against that. We can't call it reproductive health to destroy a woman's life and destroy yep. an innocent child. Just can't do it anymore. And, and, and um, tolerance is not love. I don't tolerate you abusing children or killing children because I love you too much. Mm. Hmm. That's right. You know what, uh, <clears throat> Dr. John chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. That's a good verse. Not overcome it. Yeah. yeah, that's a good verse yeah. versus Catholics yeah. have burned in our heart. Jesus is yeah. that light. Yeah. And, and what's over- interesting is that that verse, I use that verse when I talk about the Shroud of Turin, because ah. the image on the Shroud of Turin was called, it was, was created by pure light energy. So, so I mean, he truly is both the light, literally, as, as well as the light of Dr. truth. Dr. How powerful was Always how powerful, shines out in the darkness. How yeah. powerful was that light that emitted from the deep, from the, from the dead body of Christ? How how. What, what, every every point on the dead body, six to eight billion watts of pure laser light energy over one forty billionth of a second. Six to eight billion watts of what again? Billion watts of purely from every point of the body. And as Father Spitzer says, dead bodies don't tend to do that. Wow. Well, that's a wrap. Dr. French, Jesse Romero. Friday's show, that's Terry right. and Jesse's show. Thanks for coming on, Doctor. We'll have you on again and again. I love to see a doctor so immersed in sacred scripture. That's a that warms my heart. It uh, it makes me uh, know that you did take the Hippocratic oath seriously. God bless you. Have a great weekend. You've been listening Thanks. to the Terry Jesse too. Show. We'll see you guys next next Christ time, next Christ channel. Have a great weekend. Pray your rosaries every day for the month of May. And uh, remember, be holy or die trying. What else is there? Let's get to heaven. We'll talk. We'll see you later. God bless you. Viva Cristo Rey.